One, two, three, four, five, six. I don't even know where six is in the Schoolhouse Rock anthology. But six women have accused Andrew Cuomo of sexual impropriety. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Go to TonyKatz.com, subscribe to the podcast. If you would, I'd greatly appreciate it. We moved it over to a new spot. So just click on podcast and then boom, right there. You can catch it at Rumble or you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Greatly, uh, greatly uh, appreciate that. By the way, getting reported that Marjorie Taylor Greene has stalled the final vote on the $1.9 trillion COVID stimulus? Well, of course she did. How is she the deciding vote? Follow the bouncing ball producer, Ari. They took Marjorie Taylor Greene, Representative Greene of Georgia, and they said, you're a little nutty, to which she is a little nutty. Uh Um, Lasers and the Rothschilds, I rest my case, and please don't try to defend such a thing. It's nuts. That's all I'm saying. I have said she ain't my person. I have said I'm not interested in having coffee with her. But I would interview her. I saw her at CPAC. She walked right by. And I know she's going to vote the way I want her to on, on a vast number of subjects, right? I'm just going to be the beneficiary of the votes, and I, and I assume she's going to get voted out after one term. But they took away her committee assignments because of some wild things that, that were said. So you know what she has to do all day? Nothing. Constituent services, right? The people she represents. And that's it. So she has nothing but time every single day to say, how can I screw with the Democrats today? Oh, boy. Every single day. I guess I don't blame her, but... Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene can say to herself... How do I screw with Nancy Pelosi today? What can I do to totally screw her up and waste their time? What can I do, me Marjorie Taylor Greene? To totally drive Representative Ocasio-Cortez bat crap crazy. I have no idea how the theme of Beretta works into that, but I went with it. And so she's got this time. So what she's engaged in are procedural motions. It's just to drive them crazy. So right now, it's an hour-long vote on a motion to adjourn the House of Representatives. Now, she did this during CPAC when they were voting on the, on the first COVID relief bill. She made this thing go for hours by putting, putting forth the procedural motion and the members of the House have to leave their offices, head over to the Capitol, and vote. Should we adjourn? Should we not adjourn? That's what she's doing. The motion to adjourn was defeated 149 to 235, 41 Republicans voting against it. It's, it's, it she can't, she's not on a committee. She's like, how do I fight this? Um, and, and, and that's how she's fighting it. That's how she, I got to admit, it's pretty funny. I, I mean, I, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the hustle. You, maybe, maybe they should put her back on a committee. 
and she won't have the time to do these things. Maybe. Meanwhile, six women are saying Andrew Cuomo is guilty of sexual impropriety. It's a very interesting story that we are focused on these these women. And I am not here to say that their stories don't matter. I am saying that we have six women who have said one way or another, Andrew Cuomo was inappropriate, including one woman who says she was summoned to the executive mansion and there was a lot of improperness from the governor, uh, somebody who worked on his staff. There are 15,000 people who would love to speak out about Governor Cuomo's impropriety, but can't. Those 15,000 dead New Yorkers because of nursing homes. And no matter how much the Cuomo administration wants to say it was the staff that's responsible for bringing coronavirus in, it is Andrew Cuomo who is responsible for not allowing those nursing home patients once out to stay out, like in a hospital. He ordered them back in. And we now know that it wasn't just nursing homes. It affected homes for people with developmental disabilities. It was a directive from April 10th, New York, uh, I'm sorry, Fox News reporting. Same type of order as that for nursing homes. Told homes for people with these developmental disabilities that they could not require hospitalized residents to be tested for coronavirus prior to admission or readmission. You just had to take them. You had to take them. You didn't get to know. 500. 52 residents at homes for people with developmental disabilities died of coronavirus. If you want to discuss how in the beginning, maybe you didn't know, how would you have known the virus was going to spread amongst elderly populations or close, closely packed uh, uh, populations? Okay, we all had a learning curve. We were all taking in the data as quickly as possible. But there came a moment you knew, we all knew. And Governor Andrew Cuomo never changed his position. So we should be clear that his culpability is large, massive. Oh, he's guilty of a whole bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with the six women. Although you now have New Yorkers all over the place calling for his resignation. He's refused to resign. You've got leaders. I think, I think it was the leader of the, of the New York Senate, Democrat, saying, yeah, it's, it's time to go. You've got this push everywhere. I am, I certainly was of the opinion that there's no way he resigns. And I, and I think that certainly there's an argument to be made that he doesn't resign. Uh, I'm 50-50 on it at this moment. This pressure is hot and heavy and can only get hotter and heavier. I don't think it goes from this to, okay, it's over. Now, maybe these people are waiting for something. One photo, one video, one recorded statement. You know, I, 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 I don't think it should have to uh, come to that. But maybe that's what people are, are somewhat searching for. I remember there was one New York politico who said, uh, uh, if, if there's any more than three allegations, I will... Uh, I'll call for him to resign. And then there was five, and that Politico then said nothing, like totally clammed up. (laughs) Didn't realize it could get this bad. But it does say something about us culturally that 
these six women get more play than 15,000 dead people. That's problematic, producer Ari. It's easier for people to... The, the nursing home issue is a lot more complicated. I think people resonate towards things that are simpler, and the, the idea of harassing women inappropriately resonates with everyone. It These things have to be ranked, and somebody being inappropriate doesn't rank as highly as somebody dying. Of course not. But so this is this is the point that I'm making. This is this is something that we need to start seriously reflecting on and it could be that we're not talking about we as people but we're talking about we as a national media apparatchik. Because we've created a society where you can't even politically defend somebody who was sexually inappropriate. We're going to politically defend somebody who lied about the number of deaths in nursing homes. Maybe our politics has gone just a little too far. Maybe we're a little too tribal. Maybe we're just a little too willing to say because there's an RD after somebody's name. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, oopsie. That's what this story tells me. That's what this moment is, is, is imparting upon me, and I want to share it. I am not saying that these women don't have stories to tell. I'm not saying that Andrew Cuomo isn't a scumbag. I will concede the point. Andrew Cuomo is a scumbag. Or you can put the emphasis on, on, on scum. Your, your, your choice. But dear Lord, 15,000 people are dead. Thousands of people who didn't have to be in nursing homes, hundreds of people who didn't have to be possibly in these developmental, uh, developmentally disabled homes. He should be held to account for that, regardless of the rest. I'm Tony Katz.